Hi everybody, it's Rachel with a quick reminder that we are on social media, so follow us. We're at All Bad Things Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on Facebook. You can email us at allbadthingspod at gmail.com or visit our awesome website, allbadthingspod.com. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you podcast and rate and review. Enjoy the show. all bad things. Tragedies, Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Hello. (laughs) I'm Rachel. And I'm David. And this is All Bad Things. Please uh, reach out to us and follow us on Twitter. Yes, right. we have a we have a twiddle hander now. Yes, yes, we do. You're trying to make me say it. I am. But I'm, I'm not. I'm a professional. <laughs> of the two of us, I've been trained professionally to do this. Yes, although I actually did have a radio show in college. You did. That's, for that's more than I had. Like six episodes. Yeah. Well, hey, that, that was uh, six more than I ever had. Well, there you go. These these are my first radio shows. Okay. <laughs> Very good. But uh, you can follow us at All Bad Things Pod. Yes. And Facebook coming soon. Website coming soon. By the time this comes out, hopefully that'll all be figured out. Yes. But. And they're probably all going to be a similar handle. Yes. Yeah. Just look for All Bad Things Podcast on the internets. Yes. We'll be there. Somewhere. Hopefully in the top 500? I'm shooting for... Second page? Third page? I'm shooting for number one with a bullet. We'll see. I aim high. I'm going to guess podcast (laughs) is a pretty popular word on Google. Yeah. So who knows what's going to turn up on that. Yeah, and come to think of it, nobody's going to Google bad podcasts. That's, well, (laughs) all bad things. If they Google the name... Bad things... If well, yes, Google yes. the name of the show, it'll give us a better chance, but it's no slam dunk. No. Yeah, you know, I've. I mean, I, I'm. I'm not really uh, talking shit here. I did work in uh, that part of advertising yes. for a little while. It's all about the algorithm, mm-hmm. and they they constantly update and change that thing, and put in new rules, take away those rules, put in other rules, take the. I mean, it's, it's all about Google. Ninety six percent of the revenue comes from AdWords. Of Google's yes. revenue comes, comes from, from selling words, and they invented that concept. <laughs> Very smart. Yes. Mm-hmm. There are no dummies, usually. Usually. All right. Except if you have cookies <laughs> enabled. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you're talking no, about, do you? No, yeah. I don't. Not on that. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for today's disaster? Uh, we'll see. I think I'm ready for it. All right. Today's bad thing is the Rana Plaza collapse. Okay. Is this ringing any bells? It is. Yeah? A little bit. I don't know why that sounds familiar. Okay. Probably because it's a collapse mm-hmm. and those don't happen too often. Are we, are we talking about a, not a bridge collapse? No. Rana Plaza. It's a building. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it was a place. Well, As in, like, a city or oh, something. Oh, like that. no, no, no. Rana Plaza okay. is the name of the building. Okay. Was the name of the building. Was the name of the building. Yeah, it's Ooh. not there anymore. Okay. I mean, I don't think it is. I guess I didn't look into that, but judging from the description of what happened, it ain't there anymore. Okay. All right. So, on April 24th, 2013. So, this is recent. And this is four years ago. Very recent. The Rana Plaza building in Bangladesh. Oh. Collapsed. That's why. Ringing yes. a bell now? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Causing the deaths of 1,129 <sighs> people and injuring an additional 2,500. I, I, I never knew it was that many. Yeah. I knew initially they were like, well, there's a couple of hundred for sure. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't know it, it got took that. time yeah. for them because we're talking about a collapsed building, yeah. rubble, and finding people. Okay, I I, I remember this happening, mm-hmm. but it was just a few years ago. It yeah. wasn't one of those things that stayed on the news for very long. Well, not in America. No, I mean this was in Bangladesh. This was halfway around the world. Yeah, you know. And this is before, uh, like, Vice News was big and stuff like that. And, to, like, ex- And Young Turks and stuff like that. Yeah. Stuff, That's, I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so this was one of the worst industrial accidents in history. And the single worst garment industrial mm-hmm. accident That's, in okay, history. That's okay, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was trying to remember what they did there, and yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. This so, is a, this is I believe this is our first building collapse. I think yes, it is. I yeah. Believe so. Well, th- technically the station fire the building collapsed, but that was due That's to fire. That's true. The, the fire is what yes, killed people. That was the fire yeah. was the cause of yeah. it, not just a downright collapse. This is a downright collapse. Yeah. Yeah. So I learned a little bit about India, or sorry. <laughs> I learned a little bit about Bangladesh in this. Not India, because it's a different country. <laughs> uh, I would be saying yes if I spoke their language. If you spoke the language Whatever of the they, Bangladesh people? Yes. I, I would say yes. I would say yes. Okay. But I, I don't know what that word is. Neither whatever, do I. In whatever language they speak. Neither do I, nor do I know the language that the Bangladeshi people speak, which makes me feel very ignorant. But I did learn something about them. You want to hey, hear what I learned? It's, it's, you got to take steps. <laughs> baby steps. Rana Plaza was in the Savar Upazila of the Dhaka district in the division of Dakla, Bangladesh. Okay, well, that's more than I ever knew about Bangladesh right there. Yeah. One sentence. All right, so basically, um, we've got Bangladesh, right? The whole country of Bangladesh. And then Dhaka was like the region. Okay. Dhaka district was a district within the region. So we're going from big... Macro to micro. And then the Savar Upazila was the, like, the the district within the district within the region within the country. Gotcha. So we're just narrowing in. Yeah. Savar Upazila. So Bangladesh is one of the most densely populated countries in the world. With a population of 160 million people. What? Yeah. In a small landmass. Oh my god. Yeah. Very densely populated. I think it's like 10th. Most densely populated, from what I read, or something like that. That's, that's I know nothing about Bangladesh, okay, so I, I've learned I've learned already about sixteen things. There you go. It's half the population of the I U.S., but know. in a much smaller country. God, I didn't know there were that many people there. Mm-hmm. Jesus, and that's just one district we're talking about. No, no, no. This is the whole country. country. This is Bangladesh, the country. I thought you were talking. Okay. Oh I thought no, you were going that's not possible. Like, uh, yeah, well, that's why I was. That's not physically like, possible. Holy shit! I was like, I was no, like, how is that? No, 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 no. And I was like, how is that only like number ten? No, no, no. no. Savar, Savar Upazila is the is the the little okay area gotcha. we're talking about. Well, yeah. yeah. Bangladesh is the country it's in. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, do you know where Bangladesh is? It is. Uh, I believe it's close to India. It is. It borders India. Okay. Um, India is to the west. The way we would look at a map. Yes. Left to right. If I were mirroring you, it'd be on this Mm, side. Yes. mm -hmm. So, yes, on the... India is to its west, and Myanmar is to its east. Okay. Uh, And uh, Savar Bazila is in the... is in central Bangladesh. So, more geography. Now we know where Cameroon and Bangladesh are. Yes. From our our learnings and our teachings. And South Africa. Here's a hint. It's at the bottom of Africa. (laughs) (laughs) We also know where the, um, what is it, the Upal... Upal or something like that mountains the the mountains of the the um, Dyatlov Pass. Oh, in Russia, in Russia? yes, mm-hmm. former Which USSR. Was probably like close to like the Siberian part of Russia, I believe. No, it was no? the border between Asia and Europe. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. all right. I only remember that because uh, I listened. I was just editing that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Either way, uh, I was cheating. Uh, the Dyatlov Pass. I'm sure it was really fucking cold. Yes, yes, it was. Especially considering, considering they, the, how they froze to death. Yes. <laughs> yes. Most of them froze to death, yes. yeah. Rana Plaza was an eight-story commercial and residential building. About 5,000 people worked there. Jeez. 
It was rectangle shaped, had a glass facade at the entrance. Hmm. And it contained a bank, apartments, stores, and clothing factories. Those are probably not things you should have all in the same place. Ding, ding, ding. I, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I know I'm going out on a limb here now that I just learned about a, a recent tragedy and how many regulations were cut, which kind of... Which recent? What, what do you think? Well, I don't want to give it away. We'll get to it someday, but it involves... Uh, you, you know. What? No, I don't. The, the big tower... It's it's okay. Oh. <laughs> we we might do it one day. It's okay if we do it one day. They won't yeah. know when we do it. Oh, maybe. <laughs> the the Grenfell Tower. That's Grenfell what, Tower. Yeah. That's totally gonna be a podcast one day. Yeah. I think it might need to be a bad things in progress. It's uh it's come out. I watched a couple things on it today that the Tories they had this whole um which are the Conservative Party. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. They had this whole campaign that they called, um, like, red tape trimmer. Like, to cut, like, regulations. And they actually have in a memo (laughs) that they want to get away from a uh, safety and something else culture. Why do we want to have a safety culture? Right. And and if we did, that would be something we'd need to get away from, right? Oh, my God. So... And people are... And and I saw another uh, video with... Uh, Theresa May. Oh, they hate her. Getting into this. her car. Oh, they hate her a lot more now after this stuff came out, because she's the head of that party. Yeah. And it's like uh, you cut 2,400 regulations in the so, last two years. So there was already the chance that she was going to be ousted. She's pretty much on her way out, isn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're getting to the point where they're going to start throwing rocks pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get anyway, back to it. That'll all be cut, or will it? <laughs> so. Yeah, so we're in, can you think of a building locally that has factories mixed in with banks and apartments? <laughs> no, but it's kind of funny. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out on, on another limb. I, I wonder who owns that plaza. You think it's maybe the bank? No. <laughs> really? It's not the bank, but we'll get into who oh, owns oh, it. okay, because that's definitely Somehow it's worse than the bank. Mm. Okay. All right, so, yes, it was very important, it's important to the story, very pertinent, that there were five garment factories on the upper floors of Rana Plaza. Known garment factories, or were these, like, you know... No, no, it was known that okay. they were there, yes. But um, you know what I mean, it wasn't, like, some black market shit. N- no, these were these were actual factories that yeah. were known about, I was yes. like, this is Bangladesh. We put sweatshops on top of banks. Well, <laughs> how is that? How is that strange for you? How does that not make sense? So the five garment factories were New Wave Style, Phantom oh, Apparels, yes. Phantom Tack, Ether Tex, and New Wave Bottoms. Okay. I don't know. I think it's important to name names when sure. it comes to people who feel comfortable paying people shit think, and putting their. I think everybody at least has an idea of the style of clothes that they were making. They were making clothes for, sounds like, a bunch of fucking douchebags. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. More importantly, there shouldn't have been garment factories on the upper floors. Right. This building was not approved for industrial use. Shocking. Yeah, shocker there. Um, also, to name some names, companies who sourced clothing from oh, these factories. definitely name those names. Included, this is not an exhaustive list, but it included Walmart. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Dress Barn. Kmart? No. No? Okay. Not that I read. Okay. Children's Place. Okay. Cato. I don't know what that is. That's a, a lady, well, from what I know here, like they've got them in the mall and stuff. All I can it's think like of ladies' is, clothing. All I can think of is Cato Kalen. No. C-A-T-O. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and Joe Fresh. It's a Canadian company, apparently. Hey. Oh, well, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know what that is either. The building did not have air conditioning. And the working conditions were unsurprisingly unpleasant. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me they were five star. <laughs> and like you got a break every two and a half hours. And they were like clean bathrooms. Is that what you were expecting? That's exa- you? I was expecting, you know, hey, uh, we got an extra shipment. Instead of pushing this on you guys next week, let's how about everybody get some overtime? You know, <laughs> I, I thought that's I swear to God, that's what you were about to say. Yeah, because that would make sense, yeah. wouldn't it? I mean, this, this is, you know. Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. 
But I shouldn't pick on Bangladesh because, you know, there's places in this country that probably have similar conditions. Oh. I don't know about having a bank involved. <laughs> that would, that, <laughs> that would, would that draw would be a little, some attention. That would be a little yeah. sketchy. Like, yeah. the guards that have to come and pick up the money might notice that there's a <laughs> the sweatshop on top of you. But, uh, yeah. That's just a crazy... But this sounds like something that would happen in Bangladesh. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, so, do you want to hear about who owned Rana Plaza? You said it was worse than what I said, so yeah, let's hear it. The building was owned by Mohammed Soel Rana, a guy whose last name was Rana, owned the building, uh, Rana Plaza. Um, he was a businessman no. in Bangladesh. Let's put businessman in quotes. Uh, yeah, let's use that. Well, he was a businessman. Uh, does, <laughs> that, does that mean he was... Uh, Legitimate businessman? Yeah. Was uh, he in the import-export business? Yes, he did have links to organized mm-hmm. crime. And to the Bangladesh Awami League, one of the two major political parties of Bangladesh, neither of which was known for their, or at least this party is not known for their uh, fine upstanding citizenship mm-hmm. and uh, dealings. They're used to uh, $500 handshakes. Well, more salaciously... It was reported that Rana was crass, vulgar, dealt guns and drugs, oh, and, nice. and rode with an entourage on motorcycles. Hey, why not? Very peppy. It's also alleged that he... It's also alleged... <laughs> and he ran a lemonade stand in the daytime, too. <laughs> that he and his father built Rana Plaza on land seized from small landowners through illegal paperwork... And that he was protected by corrupt officials. $500 handshake, right? We've heard that story multiple times in this country. Yes. (laughs) This is in Bangladesh. (laughs) Bangladesh. It's got nothing on us. Uh, The total rents from Rana Plaza were about $1.85 million. I didn't write whether that was a year or a month, but I think it was a year. I'm going to go with a month. I think it was a year. It was surprisingly low, I thought. There was a bank in there. There is, but these are rents in Bangladesh, where people make like 30 bucks a month. I'm going to guess he made 60% of that on the books and a little 40%. Well, that's the other... Yeah, there could have been more You know that bank was uh, sliding them some cash under the table. Or anyone. Yeah. The garment factories maybe do? Yeah. Because they weren't supposed to be there? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's... This is just insane. He doesn't have all that money and power for no reason. Right. This is is kind of mind-boggling. The day before Rana Plaza collapsed, a TV channel recorded footage inside the building that showed cracks <sighs> in the walls, mostly on the seventh floor. And the journalists who took that videotape have not been seen since it was <laughs> discovered. Well, <laughs> some that, of th- that would be my guess. <laughs> some of these cracks were up to two inches deep into the wall. The building was immediately evacuated. This is the day before the collapse, mind. Uh, and the shops and the bank on the lower floors were were closed. So this building was evacuated, shops were closed, bank was closed. Sol Rana said later that day that everything was safe and that workers should return the next day in spite of the fact that a structural engineer strongly advised, some sources actually said literally begged him, to close the building because of the hazard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that guy has not been seen since either. The engineer? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I don't know. I mean, but that's... Well, let's keep going. I'm going to guess he's been fearing for his life ever since that day. Managers at Ethertex, one of the uh, garment factories even threatened to withhold a month's pay from any worker who refused to come to work the next day. And there are reports that some were even physically assaulted and forced to work. That does not shock me, but that may have happened. Basically, people... That's their overtime policy. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) The physical assault. Physical assault. And uh, withholding of pay. Mm. It's like overtime over here, just the opposite. (laughs) It's the opposite, (laughs) Yeah. So people were basically told everything was safe. It wasn't. And they were threatened with the loss of their job or pay or injury if they didn't put themselves at risk. Though apparently bank employees were told to go home. So potentially there was one 
good employer in the bunch. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, the, so. the engineers that he strongly urged <laughs> that we should not be here. Now let's get into the actual tragedy. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the beginning of the tragedy. Oh. <laughs> what would what what would our podcast be without the sound of a beer opening? Uh, you got to have that at least once. Yeah. So on April twenty fourth, twenty thirteen kind of earlier in the morning, earlier in the workday, there was a power outage at Rung Plaza. Uh, Diesel generators were started. These generators were located on the top floor. Oh, I... Continue. I I, I think (laughs) I see where this is going. Apparently, outages like this triggering the generators were pretty commonplace. But this time it was catastrophic. The building started to shake, mm-hmm. and this caused workers to begin to run for the exits. Mm-hmm. Clearly, because yeah, some of them. Yeah, because I mean, your workplace talk, starts to shake. Talk yeah. about being Get uh, out there. Yeah, talk about uh, listening to your instincts. Like, oh, I gotta yeah, like, fuck out of here. Screw this job. <laughs> I'm going home. Yeah. Yeah. At 8.57 a.m. local time, Rana Plaza collapsed. It collapsed one floor upon the other, pancake style. So it style. just stacked right down. Yep. Higher to lower. What was the highest floor again? Eight, Eight. but there okay. was actually a ninth under construction at the oh, time. Oh, okay. So this is, yeah. Yeah. There were 3,122 workers in this building at the time. The only level left intact after the collapse was the ground floor. Wow. One witness described the incident as if an earthquake had struck. Oh, I'm sh- yeah. Yeah. Because if the whole building was shaking, they probably did think it was an earthquake. Yeah. It would make sense. It would make yeah, perfect that's sense. Yeah, actually, yeah. Mm. There yeah, were, yeah, they probably didn't think it was, oh, the generators are on again. Right. No, 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 no. This was not... Th- that was commonplace, so mm. they would have known what yeah. it, that was... So you were... Because... Ex- they are experiencing something very yeah, different. And I, I didn't consider that. I was like, oh, and I bet it's the generators that caused, like, all the breakup in the building in the first place. But that is what they would have been thinking. It's an earthquake. Yeah, yeah. That's... Because why would you think, yeah. you know... Yeah. Or at least put it... They knew about the the cracks, but I mean, in that split second, the most common thing to think of would be an earthquake. I would think that uh-huh. would, the ground oh, is shaking. Earthquake. And, and you know? bonus, our building is uh, has cracks all over it. We should probably uh, leave. Oh yeah, there were no fire extinguishers for victims to use, for what that was worth, and the main door to the factory floor was locked. People tried to go down to a narrow hallway through to an emergency exit, which was also locked, causing people to die in a crush as well, just even from that. So kind of a mini crowd control issue, too, Mm -hmm. because these escapes were locked. Just awful. United. Well, you don't don't want them to leave until their shift is over. Right? Ugh. The UN assessed the disaster and reached the conclusion that the Bangladeshi government was not equipped to handle something of this magnitude, the disaster, this large scale. This this was all happening, like, right after. The International Search and Rescue Advisory Group, INSRAG. Okay. <laughs> terrible, terrible <laughs> anagram. That just sounds like somebody's coming or to, acronym. Like, like, punch acronym. you in the face or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> INSRAG is going to be here. Like you, you better, you better, you, know, you better watch out. <laughs> so, INSRAG is the UN's Urban Search and Rescue Coordination Group. They offered help from its members, but the government of Bangladesh refused the offer. They were like, yeah, no, we can handle it. Local emergency services is enough. They were trying to save face. Mm-hmm. No, what was really <laughs> happening is the guy who owns this thing gives a lot of money to both right? parties, and he's like, hey, you guys better seal off that area now. Right? That's what that mm. is. The Bangladeshi government's search and rescue efforts consisted mostly of ill-equipped volunteers, many of whom did not wear protective clothing. Some people were just wearing sandals, too. So imagine trying to, like, be part... A volunteer's part of a search and rescue group wearing sandals. Wearing sandals, yeah. Oh. That's just not going to work out. 
And there are some pretty terrible stories about, like, how they were trying to, to save people, like, using bolts of fabric for people to hold on to as they were trying to, like, pull them out. Mm. People had to have their, some limbs amputated on the spot to try and get them out. I mean, these are pretty yeah. typical of building collapses, but still, this was just so large scale. Many victims had been buried alive. Some were able to survive. Some people even drank their own urine to survive in the heat. I mean, what are you going to do? do what you got to do. Serious. You're like, you're like, well, if I don't drink this urine, I'm going to die. Yeah. That's pretty motivating. Yeah. I think I would drink my urine in that situation. Of course. If it's between drinking your own pee and surviving, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're going to do whatever. Or dying, rather. Yes. yes. <laughs> if it's between drinking yeah. your own pee and surviving, let's, well, let's not die drinking our I pee. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> but not necessarily let's try, you know, surviving doing that, too. You know, you can, <laughs> right. you can survive without it. <laughs> if you're struggling for survival and drinking your own pee is not necessary, just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Do and, it only when necessary. And if it is necessary, go right ahead. Yes. You know, absolutely. Fo- follow Bear Grylls' lead. He's pissed into <laughs> a towel, drank out of it, and then just put it on his head. <laughs> I swear to God. But he did that voluntarily. These yes. people are actually dying. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. But I, I think they have more dignity than Bear Grylls. <laughs> no, because Bear Grylls is still alive. So. <laughs> no, but dignity because... I'm, I'm okay, just, never I'm mind. Teasing. Follow along. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Over half the victims were women, garment workers in Bangladesh, yeah. Some kids, too. Yes, many children from underage workers, and there were also um, child care facilities on site. Oh, hey, Mm -hmm. why not? That's so... Think of how strange that is for a second. Underage child workers... And a child care facility. Yeah, that is sort of. <laughs> in the same place. Isn't that kind of an maybe oxymoron? The, maybe the child care facilities were just for kids literally too young to work. Yeah, they were two years old. Like right? They, they had another... They couldn't... They were going to sit out another their year. Their motor skills weren't even close, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, he can kind of hold a spoon, so next year we're going to put a hammer in his hand. Right. Well, they teach... They start teaching kids as young as two and three to play the violin, so yeah, they probably teach kids as young as two to three to work in certain countries. Yeah. So... So one victim was actually found on May 10th, 17 days after the collapse. She survived that long. Her name was Reshma. I'm going to guess she was drinking her own urine, too. Maybe. I don't... I mean... she lasted 17 days... If she did, like, go... You go, lady. That's awesome. You are fantastic. She was surprisingly mostly unhurt, uninjured. Really? Well, that's probably why she also survived 17 days. Yeah, yeah. The search and rescue efforts ended on May 13th, 20 days after the building collapse. The family of many victims criticized the Bangladeshi government for stopping rescue efforts, saying there could could have still been survivors. And there could have been better efforts than guys in sandals. Well, or if the UN is saying they'll put the power of their members... But, that, search but that guy is like, you let the UN in there, like, you're all done. Mm. Like, because they're going to find out why this happened, and I'm going to go to jail or something. He's like, you guys better do whatever you can to keep those guys out of there. We're going to hear more about Soul Rana. Oh, I bet we will. <laughs> I hope we do, and I hope it ends fucking badly, <laughs> wherever that guy is. Yeah. Uh, so you know me and photos. Mm-hmm. So I, I did look at some <sighs> photos... I have, but just one very basic one of the building. It okay. doesn't show people. That I'll look at. I yeah. Don't, I don't really want to see anything else. That's I don't the think. building. Oh my fucking god. Yeah. Son of a bitch, and it's just that one section for the most part. But so it, if you were in, it yeah it compromised but if you the were entire in, structural integrity. Yeah, yeah. But you had a chance if you were in certain corridors. Well, if you think yeah. about it, over three thousand people were there. Were there. A little so over 1,100 people died. Could have been way worse. So, yeah. Well, and that was just workers, so there could have been patrons in the shops, too. Or at the bank. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. the bank. Those well, the bank The bank apparently told, remember the we The people said, to go home, but yeah. I'm saying there could be customers at the bank, too. But if there were no workers, how could the bank No, no, no. I'm saying if they hadn't tipped off the, the bank workers, like, you guys go home. You know what I mean? They had. That's what I'm saying. saying. If they hadn't done that, oh, there would be customers. Oh, you were saying there could have been more. Yes. There could have been more. <laughs> also, it was like just before 9 a.m., so there Pretty could have early. been some people not, yeah. like patrons not even either. Plus, 
there were like 3,000 workers, but 5,000 people worked in the building. So mm. maybe some hadn't even arrived for work or maybe they had shift work or something. Yeah, so. this is a... Uh, it's bad. This is not an earthquake. This is not... No. Uh, this is just this is just a building failure. Yes. In uh, probably the worst thing I've ever seen, just it happening on its own. Yeah. It's like I said, it's one of the worst industrial accidents in, yeah. in history and the worst garment industry oh, accident. Yeah. And, and garment just, industry is not the safest thing in the world. And it happens strictly because of malfeasance. That's the only reason it happened. Yes. About really about just like you people are so beneath me, I don't give a shit if fucking generators are above your head and crush you. Yeah. Well, we'll go into... <laughs> yeah. We'll go into uh, whatever the dude's name is. Neglect- yeah, Rana. Rana. Mm-hmm. So there are more disturbing photos. I did not print them for you. Good. But I, I did look at them because yeah. I know they're not your thing, but but I, I did see some of them. Um, there were hand... I read about these more than I saw them. There were like hand marks uh, on walls. I People trying to get out and... Um, there was a famous photo that's really sad that I only recommend you look up if you've got a pretty strong stomach for this sort of thing of, um, a couple that died, like, holding each other. Mm. It was really sad. It was really sad. So, yeah, there, there was nothing good. Just look up that happening in Pompeii instead, and those people are frozen in stone. Yeah, yeah. That's really creepy. Yeah. But this would probably be, uh... Well, they were... The saddest thing ever, maybe? I can't think of anything sadder, more sad than that. There are so many things. <laughs> it's hard to rank sadness, you know? It is. I'm just... I'm going by my own okay. sad scale. Okay. And you go... And hey, and I, you at home, go by your own sad scale. If, if <laughs> sad only, scale. If that's the only... If that's only, like, the 500th worst thing that's happened in the day, you know? That's fine, too. The we're not judging. The sad scale. That's... But, we're not judging. So depressing. It is. But that's <laughs> but everybody has like a different I guess so, a different standard. Just like you have a different sad. stomach. I can watch like the most and I have watched like the, the most grotesque horror movie right. that have ever been made. And I can't look at that yeah. stuff, but I'll look at like autopsy photos. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that's where I like if it's real people like Yeah. I, I just I can't do real people. Yeah, well Deaths. and I, I understand that. Yeah. But all right, so that's the actual Bad thing, disaster. Now let's look at let's the bad qu- thing, the aftermath. Let's let's look at no. Let's look at what was the actual disaster. Yeah, the, that, the caused, cause that caused the, the deadly fallout. disaster. Mm-hmm. So this building, Rana Plaza, the head of the Bangladesh Fire Service and Civil Defense, Ali Ahmed Khan, said the top four floors. Remember, it was an eight-floor building, ninth floor under construction. The top four floors of Rana Plaza had been built without any sort of permit. So it wasn't so even... who knows what... Well, they found it in the rubble, but... Right, right. They certainly they certainly didn't do that and then make it to code. No. <laughs> there was no code. There was no it's permitting. True, true. If there was code to begin with. Right. There, no, well, there was code. There were permits for the sure. first four floors. Yeah. That was as tall as... That's yeah. as tall as the building was supposed to be. And he's they, like, no. He's like, no, just keep going. Why don't you put four more? And if that's going okay, Let's like... Let's try another one. Like, if it's going, like, where the health and safety administrator comes to me and says, I'm begging you to do something about this, then we'll add another floor on top of that. <laughs> like, that's what, that's how sick this dude's yeah. mind is. Yeah. I mean, really. Well, well, here's the thing. I'm no architect or, like, structural engineer, but I would think that a building that needed that was going to have eight or nine floors would need very different things in the foundation than a building oh, that was going to have God, four yeah. floors. So Hell if it yeah. was built on the premise that it was only going to reach four floors, clearly it was not meant to support twice that number. More than twice. They were working, yes, they they were working, working on make, more yes. than twice. So, yeah, ugh. The building's architect, Masood Reza, said that the building, as we mentioned before, was not built for factories. It was just supposed to be shops and offices. So, again, not an engineer, not an architect, but industrial workspaces need to be able to take different structural stresses than commercial or residential workplaces. It's very different environments with different demands required of the structure. And... uh... 
I don't want to be melodramatic here. <laughs> I'm trying not to be, because but this kind of stuff like pisses me out because this is blatant, like just not giving a fuck about yeah. people. That's complete disregard just, for human life. Just yes. you are a fucking dollar sign to me. That's all you are. Yes. I could give a shit. Yes. Uh, did my shipment come in? Is all I fucking want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. You know that's what that is. Mm-hmm. So this just kind of gets me going a little bit. Oh, I know. It's it's but, infuriating. <sighs> And I'm I'm not saying that this is just on Donald Trump alone. This is Barack Obama. This is this is every fucking president we've had the last forty years probably. When they say they're cutting regulations, this is what they're talking about. It's a good point that they're like, not they're not talking about because regulations. I mean, they need to change the name of it. Regulations are public safety standards. That's that's essentially what they are. Right. For the most part. Men, many are, yeah. So imagine if the you... The good ones are. <laughs> imagine if you heard coming out of somebody's voice, hey, we're going to cut all these public safety standards. Right. What do you think people's reaction would right. be? So they're called regulations for a reason. Mm-hmm. Because that sounds like something you should be mad at. Like, hey, fucking... Stay out of my business, government. Ex- exactly. Instead of... Try, don't try to kill me, my employer. Don't try to kill right. me, architect. Don't right. try to kill me, engineer which, which or is, doctor or whatever. Which is what some groups of people are trying to say. Yeah. It doesn't come out that way. But, you know, like then they're, they're using you know, jarbled language. The, you know. the thing is, business will never have individual human life. In its best interest, it will always be business right. in business's best interest. So, and this is this is a little exercise that I want people to just start doing because I've started doing it recently, and it, it it opens up a whole new training of thought. The next time you hear regulation, I don't care who it's coming from. Mm. If it's coming from Bernie Sanders, actually, if it's coming from Bernie Sanders, Donald Trump, and who's a top Democrat right now, other than Bernie Sanders, who isn't really a Democrat. I mean, head Keith of the Ellison, DNC is oh, Perez. Tom Perez. Okay, so the next time you hear Perez, Sanders, and Trump say the word regulation, just replace that. Even if it's written down, or if you're hearing it, just replace that with public safety standards, and mm-hmm. see where the context lies. Yeah. Because I'm going to guess the context when Bernie Sanders is talking about regulations is going to be in mm-hmm. favor of public safety standards, and I bet with the other two, it's not. Yeah. Well, and and it's important to remember, too, like, there's physical public safety and there's, like, well-being public safety because financial regulations, like, public safety... That is is, a public safety. It is, it is. (laughs) As we found out in 2008. It is, yes, no, that's true. (laughs) But it's safety for watching out for your well-being. So it can Mm -hmm. apply in different contexts. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so this... So this kind of stuff. I know, I know. It is infuriating. Yeah. So back to this, uh, the the building was not meant to have factories. The the thing is, in an industrial capacity, like these machines that were used in in these factories in the garment industry, and the generators were heavy vibrating machines that put stresses on the structure of the building that it was not built for. And there were several of them. Yes, there were five factories. Yeah. Five factories and multiple generators. And this is also a place where it said blackouts were somewhat frequent. Yeah, that's yeah. Why, that's so the why generators kept going on, yeah. Yeah. So, what's more, as if it couldn't get worse. Oh, I'm sure it will. Uh, the building was built on a filled in pond, oh my God. swampy grounds. So, it's just unstable foundation. Was only supposed to be four stories. Now it's doubled in size. Wasn't supposed to have heavy machinery. And it had five garment factories, multiple generators. It's just insane. Uh, okay. A- I, and... All right. This is... All right. Now I can... Now I can uh, have a direct contradiction with... What's this guy's name again? Uh, Sol Rana. Sol Rana. Okay. I'm I'm gonna nerd out for a second here, but I'm going somewhere with it. So just 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 <laughs> I'll follow, bear with just you. follow follow me. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll know where I'm going after about five seconds. Okay. In Fallout Four, <laughs> there is a site that you can gain in the game where you can build on it if you want to, and you don't have to. But if you choose to build on it, it is it's called the Murkwater Construction Site. 
Murkwater Construction. Yes, and it is a giant pond. Okay. So you're... It's because you're trying to figure out how am I going to build on a pond? Uh-huh. But you know what I built it with? Huh. Concrete. The whole thing. Okay. Because it's steady. It's not going to rot. No. Yeah. It's not wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this was, a, this was a concrete and steel structure, too. Right. It, that, that's, that wasn't necessarily, like, the. it's not that nothing could have ever been built on it. It's just uh, something twice the size it was supposed to be and with... Like all this equipment and way bigger than way bigger than the thing I built in Fallout Four. We're talking <laughs> in real life. Well, I'm, well, I'm you happy didn't have to. The mods. I'm happy <laughs> I didn't. I'm happy to know that they did use some concrete and steel because I really thought you were about to say like this was all plywood Wood, and yeah, this no, and that. No, it actually like the the drawing of the building, like the artist concept or whatever. It was kind of modernish looking. It wasn't like some sort of shanty or anything. It was built to be an a uh, Commercial residential building, not to be the a first, factory. The first four floors of it yes, built that way. Yes, the exactly. Other, the other four floors that were done and a fifth floor that was being added, uh, who knows what they were trying to pull. Well, we do know. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. But who knows how they mm-hmm. built it or what steps they Yeah. And even though, to be clear, even though they used concrete and steel, they still used substandard material. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah. especially for what ended up because being Because this there. guy is going to try to save a dime wherever he can. Cut corners. Yeah. Cut corners. Like uh, Towering Inferno, right? They always talked about cutting corners and cutting... But that what, was with their electrical they, work. I was just going to... I was trying to remember. What did they skimp on? It was their it was, electrical work. It was the electrical. Because yep. that's what caught fire. Yep. Exactly. And All right. Almost saved a kid with... The most retro antennas. <laughs> the headphones, giant I've headphones. I've ever seen. It was Bobby Brady from the Brady Bunch. Yes, it was. And his deaf mother. That's right. And his little sister. His deaf mother. And, and O.J. Simpson and o. helped. O.J. <laughs> Simpson and Paul Newman saved them. The Paul Newman part, people can believe. Yes. But the uh, the O.J. Simpson oh, part. Oh, good yeah, God. That's that's a different story altogether. That that that'll be a uh, you know an all bad thing someday I'm I'm sure. Well, that's a crime. That's, that's a true. That's a criminal thing. Yeah. There's a lot of really great criminal podcasts out. Did last podcast do an OJ? I think they, they did. did. Didn't yes, they? they did. It was yeah. one episode, which was kind of strange. Really? Yes, that's an easy easy two parter. That's an easy yeah. two parter. You can stretch that to three or four. A guy won a documentary, <laughs> stretching it to five parts. Right. So yeah, you could have done that. With, maybe that's why they didn't do it that way. Maybe, maybe because it had yeah. been done so yeah. much. Yeah, maybe. And done very well. Yeah. I watch that if you hadn't. The uh, OJ Made in America. Mm-hmm. There we go. Maybe we can get a plug from ESPN. Oh, there you go. No, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes that sponsorship. Yeah. We Thanks. We don't need them. I don't want. Them. <laughs> so in terms of. Quality assurance? <laughs> yeah, there was none. Yeah. Two of the five factories in this building had actually been cleared for operation by the Business Social Compliance Initiative, a labor rights and safety group. Yeah, which which this dude was a part of, too. Way to drop the ball, guys! Oh, this dude was kicking somebody yeah this yeah the, so this organization even said, though it was never proven you know he's doing this organization shit. said they only checked for working conditions not building safety but that has been contested because their auditors actually have checklists that have building safety as like items plus you would think even if you are just checking on the workplace part of it and you're not like specifically checking if the thing is cracking so bad right? you'd think you'd notice that well, now like, that had like, just come out the day before, so it's possible that they, in fact, they all, in all likelihood did check well before that. These cracks were only right, discovered. Right, but I'm saying, but it was a specific guy that went to look at those cracks, and he was like, oh, no, shit. No, 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 it was a TV station that found those cracks. It was not an inspector. Oh, okay. I think you said that in the beginning. Yeah. I'd, I'd completely forgot. But anyway, that's right, because I said those two guys have probably never been seen again. Yes, <laughs> he they, did. They probably haven't. Um... <laughs> But they were there filming it, so they knew, like, uh, we've got evidence of this. You know what I mean? So Well, they evacuated the building. It, this was a right. clear But what I'm saying is, is that other team of people, they're working for the guy. So even if they do see it, they're probably not saying it. Or shit. even if they didn't work for this guy, it, they 
just dropped the ball. Yeah. Completely. Either way, uh, just this is horrible. It is. If this were all good things, we would not be telling exactly. this story. But, I mean, talk about dropping the ball just multiple times. Mm. All right, would you like to hear about uh, Sol Rana again? Oh, I, I have a feeling I already know his story. I've pr- he's probably like a villain in a, in a, a video game. <laughs> With like a twisty mustache. Yeah. I think he could have been the villain in Far Cry 4 or something like that. Far Cry 4? Yes. Fallout 4? No, there's a Far, Far Cry. Cry. That's the game you got. There's so signs. many 4s. How many 4s do you have? I think just those two. Far Cry Fallout. Far, Far Cry 4, you got, I remember you that. got me signed. That's the one you had all oh, people sign. Oh, by Red Storm. Yes. Yeah, shout out to Red Storm. You can be a sponsor. Anytime. I'll even... Hey, if you got a gadget, you're like, hey, what do you think about this? <laughs> I'll try it out. You'll be a test dummy. I will be a test dummy. So, Sol Rana was in the building when it collapsed. <sighs> What a missed opportunity. He was on the ground floor, though, which, remember, stayed Mm -hmm. intact. Mm -hmm. He was briefly trapped and then ran. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because he knew what was about to go down. He almost... It's it's better that he didn't die. Yes. Well... It is. It is. Depending on the outcome. Depending on the outcome. But just... So at least everybody knows he's still going to live like a king and whatever, but just so at least everybody, yeah, that's like probably one of that's the biggest the pieces of shit that has yeah. ever existed. Yeah. Uh, no chance of going to wherever you think you're going. He fled and almost made it to the Indian border before being arrested four days after the building collapsed. So he just, he just booked, booked it. He was yep. just like, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And imagine how bad he was. Sh- I, I think he, I hope he shit his pants. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And ran and had to be in those if pants he fled, for four days. He knew what was about to go down. Yeah. He knew. He knew he was going to jail. He knew. And probably not ever coming out. Yeah. A total of 38 people were charged with murder. Jeez. Actual murder. So not manslaughter. No, murder, murder. death penalty on the table. <laughs> Over the collapse of Rana Plaza, including building inspectors, factory owners, government officials, yeah. Sol Rana, and his parents. Mm-hmm. Both his parents. Yeah, because you know he's coming from money. Well, and it, his father built the building with him. Yeah. Yeah, this is a legacy kid. This, is, this isn't somebody that uh, had a great idea and right. built it, but this is some fucking spoiled brat little shit. That lives in a fucking country where you can be literally like a prince and be a spoiled brat little shit and make decisions that fucking kill people. Yep. And then an ex, another three people were arrested and charged for helping him escape. Remember, he almost oh, made it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he almost made it. Yeah. I, I hope. I, I just. I hope he was wearing the same clothes with shit in his pants. For right. Days. I really hope that. In May 2017. So like so literally just a, just yeah. the last month. Yeah. We're recording this in June, depending on when it comes out. So, yes, in May. A total of 10 people, including Rana, including both of his parents, were indicted for code violations and are set to go to trial this summer. So they didn't get indicted on murder, as of yet. I couldn't find... This all seems to be pending. I didn't find any evidence of charges, like trials for murder or acquittals for murder or charges dropped for murder. This is a... They got charged for... They got indicted. Just the charges. Indicted for... They got charged with murder for sure and they got indicted with... For building code violations for sure. As far as the murder charges, I'm not sure what happened with those. Now, an additional... Well, nothing as of yet. Otherwise, I would have said so. I, I, I couldn't had, yeah, find anything. Yeah. If they had been indicted on murder... And I was looking murder, at, like, the DACA journal. Mm-hmm. Like, so... So, yeah, they haven't been indicted on that yet. So, an additional... So, that was ten people. An additional eight people had the charges against them dropped. Mm. Sol Rana... Because they're all fucking ratting on them. Maybe. Probably. Sol Rana... I hope so. Sol Rana is still in jail. Good. Uh, and the but the rest of the indicted are out on bail. Yeah, they're all flipping on him. That's yeah, that's what that's be. what's happening. I hope his fucking parents flip on him. No, I hope they go down too. Yeah, that's because true. because they brought true. the fucking piece of shit into this world, and you know his dad was just as bad. Yeah, probably worse. Well, he helped. Yeah, yeah. he he was the his dad the was coming builder. up in a time where you could just walk down the street and slice off somebody's head, probably. Uh, so, yeah. So, 
About 75% of the roughly 2,500 injured in the collapse have been unable to work due to physical and emotional trauma. Yeah. So it just, ugh. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I'm, but I'm sure that they're getting all sorts of benefits and they're, they're taken care of. Oh, do you want to hear about that? Oh, yeah, because I'm sure let's that's what you're about that. to say next. Let's go into that. Two days after the collapse, garment workers across the area rioted. And good. I don't good. blame them. Fucking good. <laughs> yes, what, go what are, for it. What are they going to do? Destroy a building? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, that's oh, right. You guys have already oh. done that. So if we do that, I guess right, we're even. Right. As long as we get just one. Right? Remember, this was April 24th. On May 1st, International Workers' Day, mm. a large-scale protest was organized to demand safer working conditions and the death penalty for Sol Rana. So they were just like, Fuck kill yeah. that guy. A week later, hundreds of survivors blocked a main highway to demand back pay. So this was even just a like not even this, this is compensation people, from the accident it, or from the tragedy. This was, is this is who knows how many generations of these people have have just lived this life. Yeah, they work six or seven days a week and they work till they die and get yeah. nothing. This is about probably what the tenth generation in a row that's had to put up with that, and they're like, yeah, fuck that. To end these protests, the Bangladesh Garment Manufacturers and Exporters Association agreed to pay back wages plus an additional three months' pay, so like a bonus. And so they stopped the protests. The next day, 18 garment plants were shut down. And yeah. I'm guessing they didn't pay anything. Probably not. Because they were shutting down. Yeah. On June 5th, another in another protest staged by Rana Plaza victims and their families to... Okay, so yeah, I should have read a little farther and remembered this. They didn't get paid anything. So on June 5th, they staged another protest. Bangladeshi police fired into the air to try to break up the crowd. Yeah. And on September 22nd, DACA workers assembled to protest for a higher minimum wage, and at least 50 people were injured by rubber bullets and tear gas from yeah. the police. Yeah. <sighs> Victims hey, were... It's, uh, hey, you, gotta, you, gotta, you just gotta put on your bootstraps. <sighs> you know, you gotta try harder. You know, if only, if only uh, you weren't the 17th person in a row in your family that was born with nothing. Right. Yeah. It's so, your problem. Yeah, it's your problem. You're just not good enough. You deserve what you are. Victims were promised compensation from the Bangladesh government, but while some victims have received some money, none of them have received the full amounts oh, promised. Oh, fuck no. I'm surprised, and I'm surprised any of them have Got received anything. some. Companies that sourced from Rana Plaza, oh, their garments. The, let's hear these, please. That signed on to form a $40 million relief fund for victims... Hadn't even contribute, contributed half to that a year after the tragedy. And which companies were these? Although there are reports that it was actually $30 million, not $40 million, and that they did reach that goal after two years. But what took them... This is Walmart. Of course. And this is... Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got... Just one of the Walton family people has $2 million. million like, in their pocket. They have... $40 million, like, under a couch cushion yes. somewhere in the form yes. of a fucking bearer bond or whatever it is. Yes. But something that you could put liquid and here you go. Here's $40 million. Not Not to guess that they probably have a whole room full of vaults that are just filled with cash or whatever that... And $40 million was the best they could do. And they didn't... And, that and was they didn't just, even get to and that. And that was all of them internationally. Even yeah. I just named American companies and yeah. one Canadian company. Yeah. That was it. It should have been... Uh. It, it should have been only Walmart because, you know, those other companies were just following their lead. Well, that's yeah. a whole lot. You know I don't shop at Walmart. No. I... Please don't sponsor us, Walmart, because we will yes. turn you down. Yes, we will not. Yeah. Encourage me. Actually, I'm not even going to say that I don't go there anymore either. Yeah, no. So, Bangladesh has a $30 billion a year garment industry. This wow. is big business for Bangladesh. And where were a lot of those jobs in, like, the early 19th century up until about the 50s and 60s? In America, you mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Outsourced. That's why 
So that, but I'm saying like the, the reason I'm saying that is that's why there's a resentment for companies like Walmart and clothing retailers and stuff like that. Now, why do you think it is getting made? So much is getting made in Bangladesh. Because you can have factories on the seventh and eighth floor yes. of a building with that no code. That kill people. Yep. That's why. It is one of the cheapest places to make clothing yeah. due to cl- low labor costs and shortcuts on safety. Yep. In some cases, garments are made at one-tenth of the final retail price. Oh, my God. For example, a London brand called Mango has a polo shirt that was made in Rana or had a polo shirt that was made in Rana Plaza that retailed for $46, but was sold to the retailer for $4.45. Mm-hmm. So exact, almost exactly a, t- a tenth of the co- of uh, mark. Ninety percent, no, hundred ninety percent markup. Hundred ninety percent. I can't math. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm, I mean. I'm, it not, was, I'm not going to. It was okay. a significant increase. It was ten times. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. A thousand percent. Yes. Okay. The percent part throws me off. Too, I know. But the, yeah. <laughs> It would take a Bangladeshi garment worker two to three weeks to earn enough money to buy that same polo shirt retail. Oh, my God. And again, another lesson, when they talk about global capitalism and stuff like that, this is the kind of stuff they're talking about. Yeah. Bangladeshi garment workers are typically paid less than half of what Chinese garment workers are paid. Those damn Chinese, they get all the breaks, don't they? (laughs) China is the world's world's single biggest clothing exporter so in 2000 hey, they, hey they've got it good <laughs> they're paid twice as well as the people from bangladesh Jeez. but imagine but some but their bosses probably say that to them Maybe. They're like they're like you know what you want to go to bangladesh <laughs> it's like the remember the old there's a starving kid in china yeah. it's like there's a bangladeshi yeah. garment worker yeah. and guess what there's an overlord standing over that starving kid oh, in china God. it's not like he's starving because it's not on purpose it's but that's what I would bet you a million dollars that's what they say to him. Like, you want to go to Bangladesh? Right? Make half? Huh? Shut your mouth. (laughs) I can't do a Chinese accent. Please don't. Please don't. Let's not. We had to cut out our German (laughs) accents and one of of mine. We 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 said Alfie Dane, but that's about it. Yes, we did. Uh, in 2013, the minimum wage in Bangladesh for garment workers was raised 77%, but that was from $38 a month. So it was tiny to begin with, and and labor laws were amended to include workers' rights issues like the ability to unionize, but that's all on the books, and a lot of things seem to go on off the books. But if you try to unionize, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> shoot rubber bullets at you. Yeah, like that's that's what's or beat you. That's the uh, unwritten part of that rule. Yeah. So the demand is still the problem. The the secondary cause of Rana Plaza was basically the short lead times demanded by Western retailers. Fast fashion. Consumerism. Yes. We want low prices, high human cost be damned, and we want our cheap clothes. We want to be able to shop at Walmart for a $5 shirt. And I'm, I'm... I'm totally culpable of that. I oh, yeah. This shirt yeah. cost $8. Well, you, you can't... You can't not be when you live in America because almost no clothing is made here. Well, there are options. There are, but... They're high-end options, and you have to be very it, careful. Right, but if you're conscious. just going to any basic retailer, yeah, no, you're not going to buy a single piece of clothing that's made in the United States. You're just not. In general, no, that's, so that's true. So everybody, what is happening at that factory, what caused that is ultimately... Uh, everybody is guilty of yes in the yeah. United States. Yeah, it wasn't just this. Well, except this for going on everywhere. Except for the really poor and impoverished people, those are the ones that get the losing Super Bowl oh. teams T-shirts. <laughs> but uh, but everybody else, if you've bought anything from Target, or we're Walmart, talking about the Western world, uh, yeah. developed nations. Yes. Anyway, the we're NY- all guilty of that. <laughs> the NYU Stern Center for Business and Human Rights released a report in December of 2015 that stated that. Of 3,425 Bangladeshi garment factories, just that number. That's probably all of them. That were inspected for violations and and exposed to have had violations, only eight had remedied enough of oh, them to yeah. pass I'm surprised final was, inspection. I'm even, shocked it was that many. Even though the international community had committed $280 million to help 
the Bangladeshi garment industry clean up its, its operations. There's also a large underground network of factories that are completely off the books and aren't regulated, not inspected, and are therefore not obliged to any safety measures. Yeah. We suck again, America. Well, I mean... Buying cheap clothes. It's not just us. No, it's not. No, and no. sadly, it's a trend. We're not the only one guilty of these kind of trade deals, too. These these, no. these trade deals happen with European countries, with South American countries. Yes. I mean... But, it's just... Ugh. But... And, uh, it, it's just... It's... It's... Uh, hmm. So that was the Rana Plaza building collapse. Yes. And that was about 1,800 lives? 1,129. Oh, 1, mm. And it could have been 3,000 plus. Yeah, there were there was over 3,000 people in the building. Yeah, that was crazy. And it was it was all, be, like, on purpose. Agreed. It was all on purpose. Yeah. So that's the, that's the even... Uh, that's the worst part. But anyway... But, and here's uh, hoping Sol Rana gets his just... He is at least still desserts. in jail. Thankfully. For now. Yeah, for now. So, well, that, that was a tough one. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad I know more about it, because it did kind of ring a bell when you first brought it up. I remember when it happened, yeah. yeah. And I, I do remember seeing some stuff on it, but it kind of went away Yeah, because why would we want to face the fact that... Hey! <laughs> we don't want to face the fact where all, where all your clothes get made, yep. uh, 1,100 people just got crushed to death. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, okay, that was a tough one. And uh, our very first building collapse, and, you know, there's going to be others, but... Oh, there's a whole list of them. I'm, uh, I'm good with not having one for a while. There we I go. A, I have a feeling they're all going to be uh, kind of a part of the same trend. Probably. So to say. But uh, this has been All Bad Things. I'm David. I'm Rachel. We'll see you next week.